How is it that you go from chaos at the controls to seamlessly productive meetings? Welcome to the Technology Equals Equality podcast. I'm your host, Lori Brooks, and this is Audio Blog 30. Hey, welcome back, techie community, and thank you so much for joining me here for Audio Blog 30, How to Make Your Virtual Meetings Productive. If you are enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. So how is it that you go from chaos at the controls to seamlessly productive meetings? Listen in to learn the top two actions you need to take to make your next virtual meeting a complete success. Before we dive into virtual meetings, I want to be sure you had a chance to check out episode 85 from last week with Amanda Elise Love. Amanda spent years suffering from a mysterious illness affecting literally every aspect of her life. With patience and determination, Amanda found personal relief and is now sharing her program, The Fibro Fix, with any and all who are in need of relief and comfort. Be sure to take a moment to check out episode 85 if you haven't done so already. This week, we're discussing virtual meetings. Like many of you, hosting and attending multiple FaceTime calls, Skype meetings, join.me technical support interactions, and Zoom calls daily. It can be hectic, but to be honest, I appreciate the lack of commute. Not long ago, pre-pandemic one year, I put over 70,000 miles on my truck from the daily commute to my daughter's school and the client offices across Massachusetts. My silver lining in the pandemic has been the digital awakening everyone has experienced. From grocery shopping to prescriptions, there's very little you can accomplish from the comfort of your home. This has made each and every one of my clients, no matter where they were in their practice, take notice of how important it was to digitize everything, including our meetings which I'm loving. I'm absolutely loving it. Everything is virtual and miles are being saved. Believe it. What I don't appreciate is the inability to feel productive in Zoom calls when the host is unfamiliar with presenting or the digital platform that they chose to present on. I think as adults, we've all become familiar with the occasional child or pet joining a virtual conversation, and this is not only normal, but should be completely acceptable at this point. I'm not referring to those curveball instances that life throws in our direction. I'm referring to moments similar to the progressive commercial before Jamie goes into talking about disco snouts. You know, when you can hear multiple voices attempting to be heard over various background noises like vacuums or construction next door, or even a trash truck making neighborhood rounds. As a host of any gathering, Respecting your attendees, prospects, or even your employees' time should definitely be at the top of your to-do list. Never take for granted attendance on any virtual meeting. Do you remember when the pandemic began and there were silly TikTok videos of classroom pranks? Reconnecting screens are the least of what was occurring in most meetings this spring. How do you go from spinning your wheels and wasting time in virtual group meetings to making significant progress and leaving each attendee feeling as though they comprehend the information provided as well as how they play a part in the progress of the project discussed? 
it's really quite simple. And you can literally boil it down to two words, prepare and engage. These two words can easily make your next virtual meeting a success. First, prepare. Prepare yourself, prepare your technology, and prepare your attendees. Prepare yourself first. Even if you know what you're gonna present, practice reading through your material while using your software at least once prior to getting on the call. Create an agenda for each call you plan to conduct. This will allow you to maintain the direction of the call and ensure that you cover all of the topics you intended to. Create clear guidelines for your attendees. Let them know how you would like the call to flow and clarify how and when you would like attendees to actually participate in your call. Number two, prepare your technology. Familiarize yourself with the platform functions and features. Edit the settings to mute all attendees upon entering the room to avoid interruptions during your presentation. Schedule a quick test call with a friend, family member, coach, or even an alternate device that you have laying around the house. Check your background. Is there anything over there in the back behind you in your space that's gonna distract from the material you're trying to present? If so, remove it for the call. Set up a virtual background or switch your space. Do not allow for your space to distract from your presentation. Open and prepare any materials or screens you intend to share prior to hopping on the call. This will help you reduce any number of hiccups that your device could come up with as you're trying to get on the call. Number three, prepare your attendees for what it is you plan to present with a brief reminder email that includes the agenda, the meeting details, and the guidelines that you're setting forth for each of the calls. Be sure to send the reminder email, including all of the call details, two or three times before your call begins. The first reminder email should be sent immediately after the attendee confirms they'll be in attendance. The second reminder should appear in their inbox a couple of days or the day before your call. And the final reminder should be sent within one hour of the scheduled call. Now, if you don't have that kind of runtime and you don't have a week or so prior to the call to send out those three emails and you're really just doing it, you know, within days, make sure that the email goes out immediately after they confirm attendance and then the email within an hour prior to the call if you're only going to send the two. Take a moment before you begin your meeting to review the guidelines, the agenda, and the anticipated call flow with your attendees. So before you even jump into your material, your actual presentation, be sure that you review the guidelines, make sure that everybody is on the same page before you begin. Next, engage. You've prepared for the call, now you want to engage your audience. Yes, it is productive to have the lines muted when the host is presenting, but you don't want your attendees to become distracted or disengaged. Unlike traditional meetings in your office, each attendee is in a different environment 
with different neighbors, friends, or family members engaged in various different activities or scenarios. Break it up for them. Keep your attendees engaged by breaking up your presentation into speaking points of no more than three to five minutes, and then provide a one to two minute question and answer moment between each of the talking points to avoid a sterile lecture style environment and, if your presentation allows, utilize the vast medium of content types available. Share an audio clip, a YouTube video, a meme, a tweet, or any other content relevant to the presentation material to break up the monotony. Number two, platform features. Virtual communication platforms, be it Zoom or others, are loaded with features and settings to help you conduct your meeting with ease. Check them out. Review them. Familiarize yourself before you plan to conduct the call. Request that your attendees use some of these features, such as the raise your hand function or the chat feature to still participate and engage in the call despite the fact that they're not audibly interrupting your presentation flow. Number three, create connections. This year has created distance for everyone, young and old. We are all adjusting to this new way of life as the pandemic continues to unfold. This is quite possibly the first time you're attempting to manage a remote team. Remember to foster the mental health of everyone you encounter, especially your team. Wrap up your call with a review of the information presented before opening up for a final Q&A session. Then, Try to provide for some open line time at the end of your next meeting for networking opportunities and deeper discussions on the materials you presented. Now, if you host a recurring meeting, set the tone and save some time immediately. For recurring meetings, be sure to save your reminder email as a template. This will not only save you time, but also create a standard for all of your attendees to have familiarity with the meeting flow and the guidelines. Two words, two actions, prepare and engage. Prepare, engage. Do that and you will be a production powerhouse on your next virtual meeting. If you have any tips or tricks or ideas on how to make your next virtual meeting a success, be sure to let us know in the comments at technology-equality.com forward slash audio blog 30, or feel free to send us an email at info at technology-equality.com. I hope you're all continuing to stay safe and keep hand sanitizers and masks on you at all times. If you're looking for new mask designs, don't forget to check out the fall line of products in our store. We have masks, tech, home decor, and so much more at this point. That's it for this week, though. Thank you again for joining me. Do not forget to subscribe, like, and share if you are enjoying the show. This was audio blog number 30, but until our next episode, when we continue to hear the journey, find the pain, and create solutions, enjoy the week.